everyone. Welcome to a brand new, well, we hope that this works, episode of History Creeps. I'm one of your hosts, the very tired, kind of headachey, and always sad, Johnny Townsend. And with me is uh, the most uh, pristine talker in all of podcastum. And that, of course, is Chris Chavez. What's up, everybody? I'll listen to those smooth tones. And then next we have uh, the guy who's scared more people than I do when I wake up in the mornings. And that is Carter Johnson. Howdy, howdy, partners. Yo, yo. Now, Carter, how's the baby? Or is there a baby? Yeah, I know your wife's due to pop any moment. Um, We just went to the OB today. Uh, they're the out of bounds. Exactly. They're saying everything looks good so far, but... Ellen is hoping for Sunday. Uh, I think she's going to have to get induced, man. Whoa! I think it's I think it's going to be Tuesday. I just don't I just don't see it. I just don't see it happening. I think my child is going to have to be evicted. <laughs> Got to kick him out, <laughs> right? Like, here's your papers. Oh, get on awesome. moving. Maybe your kid, maybe your kid's just very comfortable. <laughs> I, it's got to be right. They're actually they're worried about her going over forty wow. weeks. It has something to do with her age. Yeah. yeah, the health. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're like a little worried about that. So, but well, other than that, everything has been pretty smooth. Excited, dude! I'm really excited. Nice. I'm really excited. This is deja vu. This conversation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna get we're gonna get to that a little later. Yeah. Well, let's let's go ahead and get into our current creeps. I know Carter. Yeah. Obviously, doesn't have one because he's got a lot going on, including a wife who is who is due to push a baby. Uh, into this world any moment so uh, let's do our current creeps me and chris have one i'll go first i was telling you guys there's this family in new jersey who bought this really expensive house and then they started getting these weird odd letters by this person calling themselves the watcher that's what they call themselves and they've received four letters so far that just got one at the end of february was the latest one and they're so weird and strange uh, this family that moved in has they have kids, and in these letters, uh, the watcher calls the kids young bloods, and like in one of the earlier correspondences, the stalker asked whether whether the new family had brought him the young blood that he requested. <laughs> I mean, he would say things like that. Uh, it's it's gotten to the point where the family I don't even think the family lives there right now. They're very they're very afraid, obviously. And what's even more strange about these letters is this person claims that they're like the third generation of watchers on this house, this specific house. Like their dad and their grandfather watched it before them, and now it's their time, as they call it. And it's just so weird. It's it's gone to the point where the family has sued the previous homeowners, the people who sold them the house. They've sued them because they say that that they knew of these letters and actually had gotten some themselves and never told them. It's the same town. Do you guys remember the TV show, Ed? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the same town in, in New Jersey where uh, Ed was shot. If that gives you any idea of what it looks like there. It's a really, really nice neighborhood. That's uh, strange. And they have no clue who it's coming from. Like, are, It's just their mailbox or is it like on their door? Like, How is it showing up? I actually don't know. I assume mailbox. Like, here's one of the quotes from one of the letters. It says, my grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 60s. It is now my time. 
I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. Like, that's literally word for word what one of the letters said. <laughs> what? No like another one, another one said, and I'm quoting on this, Have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. Oh, somebody's messing with these people. Now, let me ask you, what's the, do we need to know the name of this family or, or anything about the family? Yeah, the, you don't know a lot, but we do know the name. Hold on, I'm trying to find it in this now, article here. Now, are they uh, are they do, 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 do. are they Caucasian, African American, Arab? You know, Arab. Like, what's their ethnicity? Because it, it, it could be one of these things too. If it it could be where you're trying to scare somebody out of your neighborhood, you don't like those people uh, in your neighborhood. Um, well, I would say that you're right on that, but uh, well, I don't know their. I don't know what they look like, but they're the. It's B R O A D D U S the Brodus the Broduses I don't know how you would say that Broduses Yeah but um I don't know huh I have zero idea what they look like but they also said that the homeowners before them had the letters <laughs> come to them too Oh so those those homeowners have they've owned up to it they said that that, that has happened That's that's what I've understood and this cuz there's a civil suit going on right now between these two families <laughs> Is to uh, between the previous homeowner and the ones who are stuck with it now, and they can't even sell the house with all this stuff going on, according to them. I don't know. That's tr- that's just messed up, dude. Just to me, it sounds like people messing or like, you know, messing around. But I think it's people just messing too. But it's when you start bringing in the kids into this, yeah. and it's obvious. Th- it's obvious this person knows the house and has been watching them. Like he would say stuff that like they would move things around, and they, this person would know it, and they would talk about it in a letter. So it is kind of I don't blame the family for being scared and not living there, but yeah, yeah it's probably somebody messing with them. Yeah, it I sounds agree. like a, a great idea for a horror movie. <laughs> now you're welcome. What about so? <laughs> yeah, like, thank you. <laughs> does that uh, if you guys receive something like that does, in the mail, how do you start react? How do you react to it, Johnny? You get something in the mail that says we've been watching your house, we watched it for century, blah blah. You start getting that yourself. What's your reaction? Well, it's very strange because I know when this place was built. <laughs> It was built in my lifetime. So. <laughs> Imagine so, though. Like, yeah, I don't know watch, where they're getting We've been watching from. the land the house was built on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, dude. I'm like, need to fact check yourself. Do you? Does that does that freak you out if you receive that, or are you more more to say you know it's just kids messing around? It's a prank. Like, what's your guys' response if you were to get that? Well, um, I'm gonna start walking around the house naked. <laughs> Um, I'm going to make sure that my, uh, 45 caliber pistol is in view at all times. So, so you're, you'll be holding it unless you're wearing, oh, a, yeah. unless you're wearing a holster oh, yeah. while you walk around put, naked. Where am I going to clip that holster though? He's going to put it in his b-hole. That's nature's pocket. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So your, your response would be to me if somebody is watching to make sure they see that you're, you're a little unhinged. Well, yeah, and also, you know, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be staring at me, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be seeing. Oh, dude, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, might as well give even, them. I can't even like say on here what I would do. But it's might not, as well give them a show. It's not exactly. your. Uh, it, it doesn't exactly. concern you though. You you get something like that, you're not concerned. As far as you're concerned, it's just somebody being an asshole. Well, I'm with I'm with Johnny. I know when my house was built. It wasn't in my lifetime, but I know when it was built, and. Uh, I, I pretty much know every nook and cranny of this place at this point. So, if if somebody was watching me, I would have found out by now. 
there's there's unless they're like looking through you know peeking through the windows at night or something i I would know it (laughs) i would know creepy i think a part of me would be cautious just because you can't just take things lightly anymore because there's some people out there who have issues no you're right that's true sometimes and sometimes you just got to be careful but you know and I don't blame his family again, like I said, because they have kids. If I had kids, I would probably be a lot more. I'd probably be more mad than anything. What's um? When was this? When when was the most recent activity in this story? Like, what's the, the last letter that they got was like February twenty eighth or something like that, somewhere around in there. Oh, if this Do the year. letters come with like regularity, or is it just like whenever? It seems sporadic. The first letter they got was like within days of them first moving in. And then they've gotten four since then. They moved in in 2014, so. But that was February of this year, 2017. Correct. Wow, we're gonna have to. I'd like to keep on top of this one. I'd like to re- revisit this in a few months and see what's going on. Agreed. This is crazy. Maybe we should try to contact them, see if they want to come on the show. There we go. That would there be interesting. We well, interesting. they'll just be saying things because they're in a civil suit. They wouldn't be able to say half of the stuff anyway. Oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> We'd have to wait That's right. afterwards. Yep. I've seen enough of these sh- uh, lawyer sh- lawyers. <laughs> yeah, the, the lawyers words. over there whispering in their ear like, we can't talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's a good one. That's uh, a cool. Senator, that is that, creepy. That was a privileged conversation between me and the president. I don't think I should speak about that in a public forum. <laughs> no um. comment. Um, so mine's not as... I mean, that was pretty creepy. Mine is, uh, so we're familiar with curses, um, and the, our listeners have heard us talk about curses. And to be honest with you, I was even debating recording just a little vignette on curses, um, like famous curses. People know about the, like, what was it? The Babe Ruth curse? Wasn't that a curse yeah. that, that, that the Red Sox were on a drought for? And there's the, isn't there a famous curse with like one of the mummies back in the Victorian age? Oh, yep. yeah. So um, a lot of listeners know that there's a curse that hovers around this podcast, the History Creeps curse. It's been around almost since the inception. I, don't, I can't even remember when it first reared its ugly head. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely BC before Carter. <laughs> yeah, yeah yep. it's, it's been around for quite a while. Um, so if you've, been, if you've been with us for a while, you know, you've heard us reference it. You guys are familiar. Uh, the reason earlier when we were discussing Carter's wife about to have a kid uh, and how it could be at any moment. Uh, The reason I said that that was uh, very much like deja vu was because my current creep is that we were, we tried recording this a few nights ago, Um, Wednesday night. This today's Friday, right? So we did it Wednesday night and yeah. Yeah. And, and I know we say it all the time, like, Oh, we were late this week because the curse struck because the curse struck. And a lot of times I wonder how many times listeners go, oh, Jesus, they were just lazy or they never got around to it or you know what I mean? Like, so I, so what I decided to do is I, we got together Wednesday night to record and we started talking about it and Carter had just been talking about how his wife's due at any moment. They'd been going to the, the ER or the hospital, you know, with a false emergency just recently. And so we talked about the fact that it could cut off at any moment because Carter might have to leave the middle of the show. Um, and no sooner did we say that than all of a sudden, and you can actually audibly hear the Skype shut down, like Johnny's side of Skype shuts down and he's gone. And 
Carter and I are kind of like, huh, well, I guess he's gone. Let's try to get him back. And you hear me try to reconnect a few times. So what I did, though, is I saved it. This time I didn't delete that recording. I saved it because I'm going to play it right here just so listeners get a sense of what we deal with in dealing with the curse. Uh, and this is this has happened so many times. So in the future, <laughs> <laughs> when you hear us reference the curse and that we didn't get an episode because we tried, uh, it's just it, they didn't want us to do it. I say they as in the netherworld cursors curses uh the man yeah there you go the man there you go damn the man right uh here you go this is this is exactly how it played out on wednesday here you go check this out how's it going guys (laughs) good good what's up uh little disclaimer for listeners there we said it before uh, and they know a lot of people who come back and listen to the show have listened to our blast shows. They know that, uh, Carter, you're about to be a dad. Your wife's about to give birth to your first child. Uh, and we've made a joke about the fact that at any time you might be cutting in the middle of a show and just say, got to go, guys, bye, and you're off to go become a dad. Uh, today is for real. <laughs> yeah. Today is for real. There's a legit chance that you may need to jump out in the middle of this podcast. So listeners are aware uh, Carter might jump in just to say goodbye. And uh, you'll know he's a dad now. You'll be hearing my wife in the background. Carter! <laughs> Get your ass I hate honey! you! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Exciting, man. Exciting news. You're right around the corner. Going to be a dad. Super exciting. Yeah, super exciting. We're uh, we're ready, man. Let's. She, uh, my wife is more ready than me. She's like, get this kid out of me. I swear to God, if it doesn't come, I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> that is awesome. Hey, guess what just happened for real? I know. I think I just saw it. Did we just lose Johnny? We did just lose Johnny. So I'm going to call him, get him back in, and then I can cut it back. It's no problem. (laughs) It's amazing. No curse, man. Call failed. Oh, my God. You got to be kidding me, dude. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, right. Let's see what happens here. Uh, Let me call him and then call you back. Okay. All right, bye. Right, see see what i mean and then and then we sat there like for a second and it was like okay well but what yeah and <laughs> then, what's worse and then and then, you, and then johnny got on there and was like my internet phone and cable have just gone down the toilet and it was like no 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 that's not possible literally i was talking and i think i made some joke on my end and i didn't hear a thing from you two and i was like what's happening i know my this joke's not that, that bad I'm not saying it's great material, but usually a slight chuggle is warranted here. Were you sitting there? You got nothing. You started about your your head starts slinking more and more. You're like, oh yep. god, that bad? Yeah, because if I'm not funny, then I don't have anything going for me. Why aren't you guys and, talking to me? Yeah. But literally, I got off of here and I was like, what is up? And I noticed my internet was out. So I was like, well, maybe I just need to do the old tried and true, you know, unplug and replug kind of thing. So I go in there and then I noticed that my phone, my home telephone was out. And then I noticed that my cable was out and I got one of those great bundles from our big local company here. <laughs> and it, it was all gone and it was out for at least an hour before oh. I got it all back. Jeez. Oh, God. But this in happens of the recording. This happens all the time. We've had that happen. We've had where we recorded a whole thing and it I just it didn't save correctly. We've had where uh, the recording just wouldn't pick up any sound. We've had where your mic went out. Um, your audio went out one time. My my audio went out. It's 
it's been a mess, but this is literally a real thing. The history creeps curse is a real thing. It's my current creep because it struck again this week, which is why we're we're almost two weeks behind. I'm gonna get this up uh, either this evening, so people will actually listen to it tonight, uh, or even by tomorrow for sure, Saturday, so that we can get a that's odd out to you next week as well. So yes, the curse struck again, but we're about to push through because so far, knock on wood, uh, <laughs> chop off a rabbit's foot. Um, oh, that's terrible! Sling a horse out of th- what do you the whatever that thing is. If you uh, can sling a horse, then you're <laughs> a very powerful person. Uh, Those oop. things weigh at least at what twenty pounds? <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm bad with weight. So we're uh we're hoping this works out, and so far so good. And today's Johnny's uh topic. So bring us in, Johnny. We- Tell us what you were talking about tonight. Yeah, this is it's my turn, and that's what made the other time recording even more <laughs> surreal. Was it was my turn to run the show, and of course that's when it's my end that goes out. You know, last time that we actually recorded this, which feels like a century ago now, it was <laughs> Carter's story, and it was a UFO related thing, and I wanted to keep the UFO vibe going for the show. And I was looking back, and I was trying to decide which. There's so many really, really good historical uh, UFO related things that have happened to humanity. But one of the ones that always fascinated me was the story of captain Thomas Mantell. This is in 1948, which is just, just like barely, it's not even a year after the Roswell incident that this has happened. Uh, Thomas Mantell was a world war two veteran. He actually won a medal, uh, in world war two as a pilot. So he was a very, very good pilot and he knew what he was doing. And this takes place in Kentucky. Uh, the Kentucky State Police, uh, on January 7th in 1948, like I said before, they started getting uh, calls from people. And these people were reporting that they had saw an object in the air and they didn't know what it was. They were saying it was like around uh, 300 feet in circumference. It's metallic looking. Uh, it wasn't really making any noise, that kind of thing. So, of course, what do you do when you get reports of something flying in the air, guys? What's the first place you check? The sky. Yep. Okay. Where's the second place you check? Uh, t- nowadays online. The, well, That's I was going I was for. I probably should have set you up better. <laughs> it's 1948, <laughs> and you, and they called one of the Air Force bases to see if there's any air traffic in the area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right away. You start calling the Air Force base. You call your police stations. Yeah. Yeah, and of course they said that there was no air traffic at that time. Now this is where we're going to cut to. Uh, it's called the Godman Air Traffic Control Tower. And there, there's two other names in this whole thing who are very important. One's Colonel Guy Hicks, and the other who's very important is Sergeant Quentin Blackwell. He's going to come back into this story. He's actually the one who heard... Uh, well, I don't want to give it away yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, but these two guys at this tower also saw the object. Uh, but they added some things. They said, yeah, it would seem really, ment- uh, really metallic, but that it would change colors. Like it would go from red to, to yellow, and it would change colors like that. And it, and it seemed like about a quarter of the size of the moon. That's how that's the size they kind of looked at it as. Now, at this time, Captain Mantell was actually in a P-51 Mustang. Uh, that's a jet, for those who don't know. It's not the car. And he was with three other guys who were also each in a P-51 Mustang. They were running a uh, a practice uh, flight. 
uh, one of the pilots, of course, was Captain Thomas Mantell. He had over 2,000 hours of flight time. So this guy knew how to fly. He was definitely one of the best. Like I said before, he was a he was a World War II war veteran. So this guy knew what he was talking about. But they were in the area. They were already in the air. So, of course, they got asked to go check out this object and see if they could spot it and give them any more details on it. Well, one of the one of the four has to turn back right away because he had, he needed more gas and he didn't have enough fuel, so he went back. So now there's just three. So they're chasing this, and they finally do see the object. They actually see it. There's actual uh, you can actually hear Mantel talk about it. He says that it's a metallic object. It has of tremendous size, was what he called it. Which to me, that's kind of creepy in itself. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Especially if he's if he's uh if he's a veteran and he's got all that experience in the air, and you're talking about the '40s, so how many other you know planes that he wouldn't know what they are? You know what I mean? Like, well, but those are always the most credible UFO reports when they come from airline pilots or or Air Force pilots or because those guys know what they're looking at. Yeah, you're right. Well, even today, it's kind of a a no no for pilots to report that they've seen something, just because they feel they'll get either. They'll get made fun of, or or the credibility will be shot. So this is Manzel that was saying what, where you could hear him saying that. Yeah, Mantel says that he's actually talking to uh, Sergeant Quinton Blackwell. That's the guy, one of the guys at the control tower. And they were going back and forth. He was reporting to them what they were seeing. But this object was was kept on going in the air. The object they said was about at thirty thousand feet. Uh, these jets that they were in, the P fifty one Mustangs could only go at about 20,000 feet without oxygen. You know, uh, just so the audience knows, and I'm sure most people know this, the higher you go, the more in need of oxygen you are. And the same applies here to when you're in a jet. So two of the pilots already had to turn back because they knew they didn't have any oxygen on their jets. So they, they turned back and went. So it's just Mantel now, and he's chasing this object. He's at about uh, 22,000 feet. They're actually telling him over... The thing, hey, you need to turn back. You need to turn back because he didn't have any oxygen either. You need to turn back. It's going too high. Just let it go. Let it go, Mantel. Let it go. But he decides to keep on chasing it. How old, now, is, how old is he? I'm sorry. Uh, actually, I wish I had looked that up. Well, I guess I don't think he was. I don't think he was that old. He can't. I, I don't feel he was that old. Fairly young guy. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he was very old at all. Carter probably knows his story too. I think he was in his thirties. I'm, 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 I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah. But Oh, 25, but the, 25 years old. Twenty five? So, yeah. Okay, so there you go. There's the brash twenty five year old saying, Oh no, I can get him. I can do this. Yeah. Well, he's not all, he's not just any other ordinary twenty five year old either. Yeah. Like I said before, this guy had he'd won a medal for flying his an airplane in World War II. He knew what he was doing, which adds to the bravado because he's he he's yes. proven it. Yeah, yes, and, it, and you know you also got to think like if he'd already done that, how he would be almost embarrassed to come back from something like that. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, so he almost probably talked himself into having to do this to get to this thing to see what it is, but he goes too high, and. Uh, Sergeant Quentin Blackwell actually heard Mantel's last words, and I say last words because at either 318 or 316, depending on uh, what you're researching, it's between those two times that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Apparently his plane crashes, his jet crashes to the ground, and he actually was wearing a watch, and the watch stopped at one of those oh, two times. Oh. 
And it's and to this day, they actually don't really know exactly a what he was really chasing. There's a lot of theories. I'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and B, why didn't he just turn back? I mean, even this even goes to the point where if you go to uh, Franklin, Kentucky, where this actually happened, and it's actually not that far from Fort Knox, by the way, which is another weird thing to throw into this. Uh, there's actually, you know, a lot of the states have, I know they have them in North Carolina, so I'm going to assume uh, they're everywhere. But like where something historical happened, it'll have like a really nice sign looking plaque thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Mantell's crash site has one. It's actually not too far from his crash site. And on this thing, it even talks about him chasing a UFO. And we're not saying it was there was aliens in it, but at the very least, it was a UFO because they didn't know what it was. Right. And and he loses his life. He actually had a family who uh, who were actually very well. Obviously, they were saddened by it, but they also got angry at the, all everybody saying that he was he was chasing aliens or something like that because I, I guess it feels like they were belittle, making fun of him or something, but hmm. uh, it, it gets really weird from there. One of the main theories is, uh, let's just say the main, the big one, the reason why we do this show, <laughs> was that he was chasing an alien aircraft and they actually shot him down. That, they think that the one. aliens shot him down? That's one of the main theories is that he was chasing this and the, and the thing actually turned around or whatever and just shot his jet out of the sky with some kind of i've heard with some kind of energy weapon they say that would have left no trace on the aircraft that they would have been able to pick up at that point in time emp it could have been that too that again all conjecture yeah 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 <laughs> no these are real carter let's stick to it. <laughs> stick to the facts johnny stick yeah. to the facts <laughs> Uh, but yeah, an, an electromagnetic this, pulse would would take out all of the electronics in his plane, and he, you know, and leave no trace, yeah. and 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 that to me would have lent more credence to it because you know we didn't have an energy weapon like that back then, and we would assume that spacecraft, if it's that advanced, would. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if it's if it's what it is, yeah, it would definitely have the ability to do something like that. What, Absolutely. what else do you think it was? Well, another thing was, obviously, like I said before, he didn't have any oxygen in his jet because they hadn't planned to be flying that high. And there's this thing, I forgot what it's called, but it's pretty much the loss of oxygen. You'll start hallucinating and, and getting really sick, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then that just led to him just crashing. But that doesn't explain what the object is. No. Uh, one of the main things is somebody says, you hear us a lot of times that maybe it's one of the planets like Venus. Oh, that's yeah, okay. one of the things that maybe he was chasing the planet Venus, but you would think somebody would know that because was, he wasn't the only one who saw it. A lot of people saw this thing, whatever it was. Hmm. The one that I put the most uh, eggs in a basket of, and I don't know which it is, but <laughs> there's there a thing at the time. Like I said, this is 1948. This is, you know, like I said before, World War II era. The Skyhook balloon was a top-secret project, and they said that Mantell actually would not know about this project. He wouldn't know what it looked like. That was above his jurisdiction. Mm -hmm. And if he was chasing one, he wouldn't know it. He would have never seen it before. Hmm. And that would lead... That would be why everybody who saw it would be like, hey, there's a UFO, and they would call it in. And they're right. Unidentified. They don't know what it is. Yeah. Technically, that would be a UFO. Yeah. Now, I can never find where the government actually came out and said that's what it was for sure. You know, the government's always kind of weird with this kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's kind of their main claim to fame, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
with this but, stuff, yeah. Yeah, so this is like one of the most famous uh, UFO stories because somebody actually lost their life over this. Wow. You know, just, that's the main thing we got to realize in this story. It's not just, uh, you know, somebody looked up in the sky and they saw a, an object they couldn't, they couldn't understand what it was. This man, a war veteran, lost his life chasing this thing. He actually died over this. And I think it's one of the reasons why the family gets really mad at the UFO mm-hmm. talk is, you know, they actually lost a family member over this. Right. And it's a lot more personal for them, obviously. So Does, yeah. did you in any of your research, did you find out what the family thought happened? Like what they what they accepted as the explanation? They were more of the uh, maybe it was like a, a balloon, like a weather balloon or something, that uh, kind of thing. And he had oxygen deprivation and crash, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the story that they believe, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, but it would have to be a balloon he hadn't seen before because, like I said, he was obviously a very experienced pilot. So he would have seen things. Hmm. You would think. Well, and if it was an aircraft, he would have been able to identify it or say it's an aircraft, you know? Yeah, but the words that really get to me is when he actually spotted it, he said it's of tremendous size. Yep. Yep. Has anybody ever seen pictures of these skyhook balloons? I meant to look one up. If I'm looking it up Google, right now. Google I'm just taking a look quick. to see how big this. Oh wow! I mean, it looks big. It could be. Well, have you guys seen? You guys have seen hot air balloons. Yes. Yeah. Those look like they could be big. Uh, are big. Uh, this looks like it might be much bigger than that. Um. Oof. I don't know if that's what that is. That's insane. I mean, they could be. It could have been, man. This thing is almost round looking. Does it look metallic? I'm looking it up now. Well, it's almost see-through, but because of that, there's this shimmer to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. you can see yeah, I'm it looking easily. At, yeah, I'm looking at pictures myself. My phone's not cooperating the way that it should be, so I don't get to look at the pictures. Yeah, li- listeners can just put in <laughs> Skyhook Balloon, Skyhook one word, and just in Google Images, and you'll see that why this could have been mistaken. Now, the one with this big, long trailing tail off of it hanging down, I don't think that's what he saw. I think he saw maybe m- more of the rounder ones that we're seeing here. Yeah, I, I see that picture, too, that you're talking about. This one looks almost like it's a lot more slender compared to the others. Yeah. It has a longer tail, like you said. Uh, I don't know. This also reminds me. That, I mean, it was so close to Roswell, too. That's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, it was just six months after Roswell happened. And and they went right to weather balloon for Roswell. So that was that's. You think that's what they went to for the? If it was alien, you'd think this would be the easiest cover up is to go back to the the weather balloon and say, look, it's still happening. We're still using them. Yeah. Because it is, yeah. I mean, it does. The it it does. There are things that talk about Project Skyhook. It's not like it's a conspiracy theory. The the government has talked about doing these things and and using these weather balloons to for whatever they were doing uh, research. But that's well, always and again, the even if it was a classified aircraft that he had. Would have it's an aircraft, you know, or it's a plane, or it's whatever but i've never seen something that looks like this before you would think yeah you would think you would have described it as hey it, it it's a jet but i've never seen this kind of jet or th- something like that instead of saying yeah. it's a metallic object of tremendous size hmm. interesting do they have the recordings uh of mantel's uh, actually speaking on his his uh you know do they have those well 
That's the thing I was going to bring up. The reason I, I really want to make sure I said Sergeant Quentin Blackwell. You guys remember that show Sightings? Yes. Yep. Okay, they actually cover this story, and when they, they actually got some of the family of uh, Captain Mantel's, and they were obviously like his son, who was obviously a lot older now, because I mean, this happened in the 40s, so his, his, his son's a lot grown. Because when was Sightings? That's like the late 90s, 90s wasn't it? Something yeah. There? yeah. Okay. Uh, so they actually went back, and they found... Quentin Blackwell, who had been silent this whole time. He actually didn't want to talk to anybody about this. But he finally decided that he would talk to the family of Captain Mantell because they really wanted answers. You know, I mean, understandably. And he pretty much told them that uh, he he didn't think it was this weather balloon. He thought it was something that he had never seen before and that he couldn't explain and that the government was just feeding them a line of bull hockey pretty oh, much oh wow you, you can you can find this on youtube this whole clip's on youtube oh i'm looking at it right now it just says thomas mantel ufo last words and you can see the little icon at the bottoms from sightings yes yes so if you're looking at that and that's what that's quentin black will actually tell you what his last words were and i actually encourage everybody to look up that clip so no, maybe we'll put that in a link somewhere so you guys can check it out yeah i can actually i can put the i'll put the link to the video on our facebook page yeah, I'll put it up really, now. I'll put it up that, now. Good, sorry, I was gonna say that's a great show. By the way, I love that show. Oh, I did. I loved it too. <laughs> no, I was just gonna nope. say I'm putting it up now, so listeners will see we have a post, and that it's just that video, and they're not, and then they'll hear our episode on it. There we go. Little tease. <laughs> Teaser. Yeah, there you go. This is interesting, man. Um, God, that's crazy, man. Thomas Francis Mantel, huh? Yeah. Interesting. This is one of the more sad stories to me. That is sad. What is, what are your, so after, okay, I want to start with you then, Johnny, because you did the research and, and stuff. After all your research, what was your thoughts on it? What were you, when you walk away from it, what do you, what do you say? This is what happened. I was more heartbroken than anything, as weird as that sounds. Uh-huh. It doesn't sound weird, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying this is a person that I remotely didn't know at all. And I don't know anybody in the family, but it's just that. I couldn't imagine being one of those kids and your dad's a war hero. And then all of a sudden he was chasing something in the air. They don't know what it was. And he, and he dies. Like, I was just thinking about those poor kids. Like, how do you, I mean, that's just terrible just to live with that. And as, as refers to the object, I don't think we'll ever actually ever know. They're never going to ever tell you what it was or they would have by now. No. Yeah. And Uh, I, I'm going to go out. And say that it was obviously something he hadn't seen before, or he would have said what it was. This I always get weird on these on these weather balloon descriptions. I always feel those are cop out answers to me. Yeah, agreed. Now I'm not saying it was anything alien. It takes a lot for me to jump to that far, though. It would be in most UFO cases. I would love for it to be aliens. It's just it's so sad for me that i'm just going to say in my heart i feel it's it was some sort of uh, uh some sort of uh aircraft that we had been working on that's undercover or whatever that we didn't want anybody to know about i don't know if it's a balloon that seems a bit too far for me but weird but it's so weird like carter said before if it was some sort of uh thing that our uh, that we were working on for ourselves it would still kind of resemble a jet or something, wouldn't it? You would think so. And that I mean, would we've, be all, we've all seen what that 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 air car that the Air Force you know was working on back then, but that thing never got four feet off the ground. 
Yeah. And what was that one? It was called the Stealth something, that black, that really cool-looking jet that they made that one time. It was very top secret, and it was like stealth, like radar couldn't pick it up or whatever. Stealth bombers? Even, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember without <laughs> looking at it, but, I mean, it looks really sleek and cool in design. Wait, are you, talking like, about, are, look, are you talking about the, it's got a triangle design, or are you talking about the one that looks like uh, what the X-Men fly? The one looks like the X-Men fly, that one. Uncanny oh, X-Men. Oh, that's the, yeah. that's the, uh, um. Nightbird or some shit like that? Yeah, it's a Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Is it Nighthawk? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a Nighthawk. Well, anyway, my point is, they, <laughs> they were working on that. And they didn't want anybody to know. And even that, even though it didn't look like any other jet at that time, you can still kind of tell it was a jet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's not a metal. Well, like a- to, to be fair, a lot of people think that some of the reports of black triangles from the 80s and 90s were actually the stealth fighter that we were yeah, developing. Because at it was the time. so But a silent. lot of those sightings were at night. So. Yeah. Yeah. And if those were sightings of that, then that jet was. Had a terrible name because it was easily found. Absolutely. Hmm. But I don't know, man. This one, I got to go with Johnny, Chris. I don't I don't buy Weather Balloon either, man. That just nah. doesn't... It, it, I don't know. It feels like he wouldn't have chased a Weather Balloon, you know? I don't think so either. I don't know. I don't know, man. It just doesn't... It's sad. It is sad that this guy died. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say to it. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know either, man. How do you? <laughs> because here's the thing: if it, let's 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 entertain this thought. Aliens do exist. Uh, these unidentified flying objects. These are their spacecraft that they've been visiting us all of these you know years now, these decades. Um, and for so long, our governments or the governments of the world have known this and have been keeping it from the public for whatever reasons. Uh, and so they're using these, I you know, the weather balloon, uh, um, you know, excuse. When you do decide to come clean, like how do you go back and look to the families or, or the the relatives or the descendants of people who died in which you just made up this thing instead of just saying yes, it was this. How do you look? You know, uh, how do you just uh, how do you can keep controlling the people at all when you when you can't even protect them? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's I don't know this the whole weather balloon thing to me. Just like you guys say, sounds like a cop out. Um, I could see why people might think it was that. I don't know about the Venus thing either because I think I think you'd notice that this thing in the sky was you know much. It was out there like a star, not that it was something that you felt like you could actually catch. You know, there's yeah. got to yeah. be some some sort of depth there where you feel like it's 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 within our atmosphere, not out in the sky. Um, well, and I feel like, I feel like, you know, nobody ever mentions this, but even at that altitude, he, w- he would have caught the weather balloon. He would have caught up to it. Yeah. Right. You it's know not like I mean? it was like, he, the, he, it doesn't he accelerate. It. Yeah. Right. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been like, oh, I can't, you know, it's going too fast for me because it's yeah, accelerating. Yeah, it's a weather balloon. That's true. How did they and explain that jet, away? Dude. I'd like to know how they explain that away. No one thought of that. No one was like, wait, since when did you put rockets on weather? But like, why would it take off? Like, why would it, (laughs) why'd they have to actually give chase? Uh, Unless again, it had to be depth, a depth perception thing, but this guy's a decorated pilot, uh, uh, an experienced pilot. The guy knows what he's doing. Well, that's where they bring back the whole oxygen thing. Like apparently when you lose oxygen, you know, everything starts looking different or you can't tell. Uh, 
things like that. So they think that's what it that would be a part of that. But because you know. Chris, I, be, Chris just literally verbally rolled his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, just telling you that's one of the things I read. I'm I, also no, that's I, what I, I think. I no, think I, that I, may have ha, have led to why he crashed. If you want to ask me what I think really happened, I like to believe. Well, I like to believe that aliens exist, and I like to believe that that's the case. So I like to believe that he did see this. He tried to catch it. He got to a point where his oxygen went out, uh, and then he could. He had no wits about him to decide to come back uh, to safety. It, it was already too late, so that at that time, that's why he lost control and came down. I don't think it got shot out or anything, but I do think maybe he was chasing you know, a, a vehicle that was not of this planet. Agreed. Oh, first time for that for Chris. Yeah, well, because I I do, <laughs> man. I'm not gonna yeah. say I don't believe in that stuff, but when you when you this is too. I mean, you're like you said, Johnny, experienced pilot, decorated. The guy knows like he's not gonna even before he ran out of oxygen, even before all that stuff, he's not gonna look at this thing and and think, oh, it's just a weather balloon. If he thinks there's something out there that he needs to go for, he's going for it. And then when he realizes it's like taking it's it's going it's taking away it's pulling away from him it's obvious that he knows there's something going on there so he's going after it now whether or not he was smart enough to say okay i gotta turn back now you know he didn't that's the problem so yeah i do i believe that could be the case another thing that was said and i think it's in that sightings youtube video i was telling you about those two jets that uh, broke off with him the last two uh one of the reasons that that they say that they did that was so they can go put, uh, get equipped with weapons for those jets. Oh, so they were going to try to shoot it down. That was one of the things that sit on that sightings thing. I don't know how true it is. That's just what was on there. Well, it's well, on our, it's on our Facebook that... page now. So if you guys want to watch that again, it's there. At least I think it's what it is. I did a lot of research and I couldn't be getting my videos crossed. But... <laughs> I'm going to check it out after we're done here. Yeah. So, uh, I'm kind of with you, Chris. I think we're all in, in agreement with this. I don't know if this is a UFO as in an alien or anything like that, but it's definitely ver- an unidentified flying object. Right. And at the very least, I would say the reason that he crashed was because he did lose oxygen and that led to it. And it's just a sad story overall. But to me, this is one of the most important stories in UFO lore, if you want to call it that, just because a man lost his life and it makes it even more real in a way. Are there yep. other are there other cases in which people died uh, chasing or or dealing with UFOs? Oh yeah, there's been, there's been quite a few. In World War II, they would they called them Foo Fighters. You heard about those? That's where that band got their name from. But they were called Foo Fighters, and during the war, mm-hmm. a lot of the pilots would say they would see these objects flying along with them, and they started calling them Foo Fighters, and they didn't know what they were. Uh, also, I think there was a guy in um, in the UK. I'm trying to remember his name. It's like Scheffler or something like that. And this is in the seventies and he was chasing something. And he, I think he lost his life too. He crashed into the ocean over there, I think. And I don't remember what they said that was or not either, but it's a very similar story to this. I almost covered it instead of this one, but it was very similar. Hmm. That's pretty crazy. There's been plenty of times where, uh, I, I wish I could remember it was that. I think it was in Kentucky too. All these things happen in Kentucky. <laughs> Uh, where like a whole town kept seeing this object, including the police cars. And one of the police cars got damaged by the, by the UFO. Really? Like it oh, had... yeah, the one, that's the one where they still have the cop car, isn't it? Yeah. They still have the cop car. And I think it's on display somewhere in Kentucky. It is. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to look I've, that I've up. I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah. So there's been plenty of times where stuff like that's happened. Those are the, to me, those are the more fascinating UFO cases when there's actual, 
uh, sort of evidence, like maybe something's on the ground, you know, it's burnt places on the ground, or like a, mm-hmm. a car gets damaged or whatever. That's cool. I, oh, I want to look into it. We should it. definitely cover more of those, man. Yeah. Nice. If those are the ones you're interested in. I got I got cases like that for days. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we'll leave this one up to the listeners now. They can uh, they can listen to our story, check out the sightings video, or vice versa. See, watch the video, wonder why we posted it, then listen to the show, and then they can come up to their own conclusions. Uh, I have a feeling that a lot of people will probably agree. Uh, that's why they listen to our show because they're into this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just one last little button on this. The reason I don't think it was shot down by a UFO that it was actually his jet was shot down is that would be hard to hide. I think somebody would have blubbered that out by now. Yep. Yeah. And definitely when you found the, found the crash, it, there would be signs of it. I mean, you know, it just seems <laughs> the same as we're of, of the same thing with us saying that weather balloons is a cop out explanation. Also saying that the aliens weapon would leave no, traces of the weapon and i feel is also a cop-out answer to that too right that's like just making it it's making it up as you go well you're talking about you're talking about a time going back to it being shot down you know you're talking about a time when people actually still trusted the government so you know if somebody was told hey this this and this happened but keep your mouth shut about it it's national security there's a better chance that they would have done it you know what i mean yeah that's true true true. that is true you're right very nice, gentlemen. That was a awesome case. I like that one a lot. Yeah, good case, Johnny. Good I find. had never heard of it, so that was good. It's a pretty big one. Those it's are my favorite ones. One. Those are my favorite ones. The ones I've never heard of because it's it's like I I feel like I'm part of the, I'm part of the listener base. I'm learning this as we go. Oh yeah, story time is great. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how old you are, story time exactly. is amazing. That's awesome. So let's see. Carter did the, the one. You just did this one. So I guess I'm next. Should I stick with UFO theme or should I should I just go out in left field and do something else? I you can do what you want, but I think it would be awesome if you went UFO just to keep it one month of or one two months of UFO stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Or, yeah, a set of, a set of episodes in a row. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll see what I can find and and what I'll, I'll try to find something that's not too well known. So it'll be interesting. Good fun. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Uh, let's just do what we do every time we come to this time of the show. Uh, we're just going to let the people know where they can find us on the social media and uh, our other endeavors. Why don't you kick us off, Carter? Uh, my name's Carter Johnson. You can find my books on Amazon, uh, House on Dead Boy Lane, Meadowview Road, and Spider's Web. And you can find me on Facebook at the House on Dead Boy Lane. And my name's Johnny Townsend. You can find my art at instagram on johnnyism28 also my other show is is uh retro blist it's about old school video games like your nintendos and your super nintendos i do it with my buddy trevor uh it's on this very same network and you can find it on itunes and stitcher as well as instagram at retro blist same thing with a facebook page for that and this month we're covering nothing but ljn games and if you follow Retro games at all. Those three letters will send a shiver down your spine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the episodes have been pretty good so far. I've enjoyed those. Yeah, ones. they have. <laughs> um, all right. Just like Johnny mentioned, this this uh, History Creeps podcast, you're going to find it on our network, the website, BICBP-radio.com. Uh, you'll find this show as well as my other podcast, Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. I do that with Anthony Mullen, Brandon Fuller. Talk about comic books uh, and all, all things related to comic books, comic book characters. Um, History Creeps also has a Facebook page. Head over to History Creeps on Facebook. Give us a like, follow along, comment, let us know what you're thinking. 
Um, we also have an Instagram account that I do need to update. I think I said that the last time and I still haven't updated it. So maybe I'll get to that tonight. It's a, uh, it's actually history creeps on Instagram. Um, I don't think we have an email address yet. I didn't set that up. Did I? Maybe I did. Listen to some old episodes. Maybe maybe we'll find out. <laughs> Obviously, we haven't checked it if you have. Obviously. <laughs> if, it is, I, if it is, I believe it would be historycreepspodcast at gmail.com. But don't take my word for it. Let me look it up, and I'll let you guys know next time for sure. <laughs> we like to give you guys possible ways to contact us. Yeah, no but, not, but not tried and true yet. <laughs> yeah. We're the Wikipedia of that. <laughs> Constantly revising. Um, okay, guys. We did it. Curse free. So so far. We did it. Guys, we did it. So far, so far. All right, for Carter Johnson, for Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. You guys stay creepy. You got to be kidding me. None of that recorded. I already know you're making this up. Of course. <laughs> I, can, I can tell in your voice. <laughs> I didn't act in a, Oh, God, no. Right. Yeah. That would be more apt. Overacting it like Shatner, you know? Yeah. <laughs>